Have you seen the new updates of the CDC milestones? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Hi, I'm Melissa Joseph. I'm a certified speech-language pathologist. And I'm Haley McCute, and I'm a certified speech-language pathologist assistant. And we're the Pediatric, Pediatric Speech Pals. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome. Woohoo! <laughs> we're so happy you're here. Yay. So today... Um, as you probably heard from the little teaser, oh, yeah. we are talking about the CDC milestone updates. Yes, they just came out recently, and the um, SLP world is yeah. not happy. No, I want to <laughs> say like all early intervention world is yeah. not happy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So if you um, have been or if you follow any of like the SLP Instagrams or early intervention Instagrams or anything like that, we've really been trying to – educate um and well they have we're doing this part yeah. <laughs> um but really trying to educate and kind of just make it aware that these um well we see some issues with yeah. the this new milestones yes agreed yeah so they've been out there um i think that we'll discuss the difference like what was posted before the old milestones versus now i don't really know why they are they changed it because of covid correct like because of covid that these up this is why the updates of the milestones happen i think so i think they just i mean it sounds like they have you know kind of taken into consideration covid and yeah. what really should be happening what we think and you know other professionals are, is that we should just be kind of sticking to the same milestones and yeah. just referring more because just because you know we understand COVID was there and things are happening and you know if you've listened to our last podcast um you know COVID baby like that is you know again something that parents are kind of referring to but we always were like oh we'll refer to the milestones refer to the milestones and this time I think it would just under refer yeah um and make a lot of kiddos who you know aren't probably as far along as they should be yeah because just of kind this. of be okay and just yes. kind of continue through, which, you know, could lead to a lot of different factors moving on because it's almost like the wait and see approach, sort of. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. And yeah. It doesn't seem like they consulted any professionals about the milestones. Definitely not think, SLPs. Yeah, definitely not, which I think is a huge red flag mm -hmm. almost. I don't know if that's the right term to use, but they should have consulted the people that are intervent like having intervention with these children day in and day out that they see these kids they know what the typical kind of looks like mm -hmm. before putting out these guidelines like who did they consult really yeah. did they get these from parents i mean who do they who do they even talk to to get these i know milestones they, i mean um i think i believe it was asha somebody um sent out an email and it kind of said who they kind of referred to as far as like who put out these they were professionals and i think they were like developmental professionals or something like that but they weren't um people who were in the field and yeah. kind of like working Doing with it. these kiddos yeah um yeah so for and why is this a problem like why is this such a problem because our doctors, our pediatricians, our professionals refer to these milestones. Mm -hmm. Parents refer to these milestones. Everybody refers to these certain milestones. And, you know, they also refer to um, – Kind of a benchmark for, like, where a child should be. Yeah. This and, you know, the Academy of Pediatrics. Or yes. The, um, they also use it as well. Yeah. So that's why this is so important is because kind of what – 
you know, we were mentioning earlier is that it will under-refer so many kiddos. Yes. And, um, which is a problem because it goes, it bleeds into like the, our testing material, things like that. Like yeah. at this age, children should be doing these things. And that's how we kind of do the testing mm-hmm. and kind of figure out where a child is at what their age is and what kind of intervention they'll need preceding the assessments. Yeah. So it kind of makes a big deal. And it's also hard on families and parents when you're working so hard, hard towards a specific milestone or you're thinking that this is the benchmark that you're working towards and then they completely change it to something else it's kind of like i don't want to say it but like a slap in the face like oh you know try again oops yeah (laughs) not those don't mean anything so let's try these ones now yeah so it's a bummer it's it yeah it's already kind of hard to get um well i guess the good thing about the new milestones is they did focus a little bit more on like the social side okay um accurate so i mean that's good like you know socially where should your kiddo be but as far as like the language and such like that it really is just not um what we would probably want like if i were to see your kiddo and i'd be like "Mm, you know i think they you know we're recommending speech blah 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 but then we look and we try and recommend speech and it's like well technically they're still okay like it's just a lot harder. Yes. Well, I felt the same way when we had that episode about um, how many words or the percentage oh, yeah. of when a child should be like intelligible. Yeah, yeah. And I was blown away by that because, I mean, I think those were a lot lower than normal. But like they were saying when it was like by seven, they should be 100% intelligible. When it used to be by four, they should be 100% intelligible. And all that does is like is put children farther behind than they need to be. Why not, you know, make it be that, not that it's saying that all children have to be this, but why can't the standard be by four years old? Because that just pushes families to get intervention earlier. Well, and even if it was unfamiliar listeners listening by seven, it's like, well, still, don't you want unfamiliar listeners to like understand, understand your child? Like by seven years old, they're in first grade. They've yeah. already gone through a lot of social things that they need. Or seven, is that first grade? Seven is first like, grade. What did I say? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I was thinking you said kindergarten. Oh. I don't know why my head went kindergarten. Yeah, it's like first, first or second. First or second right? grade. And yeah. by second grade, you're th- like I particularly think second graders as big kids. I'm like, they could do everything. Yeah. So I just find that sad that they're saying that, oh, by seven, they should be about 100% intelligible. I'm like, by seven? I mean, they by seven, they should be saying everything. How else yeah. are they getting around the playground? Yeah. So, so I guess before we say more, we can kind of go into – what the CDC says yeah. um, are these new milestones and what they used to be. Yes. So do you want to say what they are saying and I can say what they used to be? Yeah. Okay. So which do you want to start off at how many months old? Uh, maybe do 15. Months. Okay. Let's start at 15. So at 15 months, the new CDC says that. Um, you so- can do like expressive and then. Okay. Yeah. We'll do the language milestones, right? So by 15, CDC recommends that the language communication milestones are tries to say one or two words besides mama or dada, like ba for ball or da for dog, looks at familiar object when you name it, follows directions given with both a, both a gesture and words. For example, he gives you a toy when he when you hand out your when you hold out your hand and say, "Give me the toy," and points to ask for something or to get help. So yeah. those are the language ones. And what they used to have was your child should be saying at least five or more words. Mm-hmm. Um, then this is at 15 months. So this isn't even like a year. So to say like three it's, words. It's, a year. it's over a year. Oh, but I mean not like at the year 
like milestone. Oh, yeah. Like this is at 15, you oh, know, like, passive. so this is even a little bit farther. So like, you know, to not even have your kiddo be saying, you know, five words by then, like just at least one or two and mama and dad, you know, like things like that. It's just like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. But like a little late, it's a little, a little late. late. I agree. Um, again, it's within that average boundary, but you know, these are the milestones and this just seems a little bit too much on the the end the where lower end. Yeah, exactly. We're not expecting much out of these children. Exactly. Which is I mean, intervent early intervention is the best. Like yeah. we want these children to get this and so they can succeed in life. Yeah. Um, and at this 15, so last, uh, the last milestones, your child is already consistently following simple directions, mm-hmm. imitating simple actions, identifying one to two body parts. And that's important because in order to even have your kiddo start saying language and using language and, you know, imitating you, they need to imitate these actions and they need to follow these directions because they need to be understanding what we're saying to them. So, yes. you know, for them to produce these sounds, you know, two to three words and, at 15 months and, you know, not even be fully following directions yet, just kind of learning these directions, they're they're still – that should be farther back. Like, they should be learning this Yes, at least by 12 months. At least. Already before. Like, that nine months should start, you know, kind of learning these. They're evolving. Exactly. So that's what I think at least. So I agree. That's why we think that um, age group is a little bit behind. Yes. Um, okay, should we move on to the next? Sure. So for 18 months for the language, I'll do I'll do the cognitive milestones and the language and communication. So the cognitive are they copies copies you doing chores like sweeping with a broom or plays with toys in a simple way, like pushing a toy car. And the language R says three or more words besides mama or dada, follows one step directions without any gestures, like gives you giving you a toy when you say, Give it to me. Um I mean, already before even going over the old milestones, like 15 months used 15 months used to be five words. And they're saying by 18, they should only be having three. We're not even two five yet. Yeah. And we're already three months older. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Well, and and also it's like this is a three-month gap. And like, so your child's only learning, what, two words within three, three months? months? And children are literal sponges. They sh- yeah, they age. should be, especially once they start saying certain words like if they're at 15 months if if we're saying you should be saying one word you know besides mm-hmm. mama and dada you should start like that should be the ball is kind of rolling mm-hmm. like if, if we're not getting any more language there and your kiddo's not really saying any more sounds or at least two more sounds or i'm sorry words um then that's a little slow. It's it's yeah, a little slow as far as like slow. accumulating these skills. So um, I always tell parents that when like language starts to come, it's kind of like floodgates. Once one comes, they start pushing in a few more and then the gates open and it's just a ton of words flowing out. And you're yeah. like, parents are like, oh my gosh, like I didn't think they were gonna have anything. And now they have all this stuff. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, it kind of comes very rapidly. So in a three month gap, we're only expecting them to maybe yeah. get two more words. That is kind of a big deal i feel like and remember oh this is like a word is intentional and consistent so the kid is saying this consistently as a word mm-hmm. um so if we're not even counting those words you know if if we're counting like oh they have to be perfect they have to do that then it's like 
that's not even like. I know. Like even in the 15-month example, they said that they're saying ba for ball. Like yeah. it's not the full word, but they're considering that a word. Yeah. So your child should be saying a lot more. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be these correct words. And I think sometimes parents even hold on to that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, one word. They're saying, you know, mama. And it's like, yeah. that's the right word. But they say, you know, for cup and that's not enough for them or so, mm-hmm. you know and and that still counts like if they're mm-hmm. consistently saying that word and it's intentional and that's what they mean and and every single time you bring it out they say that word they say Ka-ka, that still counts it's still a word yes, it does even if they said duh that still counts it's, that's yes. their word so i mean to not even put that sort of in the milestones it just seems um it seems like parents are just gonna again under refer. Yes. That they're just not they're not gonna or, get I guess professionals are I guess this I well, why don't you say what the old milestones were okay. for eighteen months? So the old milestones are that your child would be producing between ten to fifty words. Five zero. Five zero. Ten to fifty words. Um and then your child is pointing to familiar objects and people when named. Again, that's that receptive piece of like being able to identify. So like, oh, you know, where's mama? You're kind of looking, oh, there's mama, that's mm-hmm. mama, or you know, things like that. So you're able to point to them or even in a book. Um, and then uses sixteen different gestures, which again is such an important factor in um you know, kind of being able to use these words because the gestures are well, symbolic. gestures is a form of language. Exactly. So that's important. We mm-hmm. use them every day. Our facial expressions, our hand motions, body language, it's all within it. And exactly. the child needs to be able to pick up on those as well. Those are important skills as a communication partner. You know, if Melissa's making like kind of a sad face or a confused look on her face, I need to be able to pick that up or she's, you know, using her hands, you know, expressively loud and she's maybe more intentional of what she's saying versus if she's sitting still. Mm -hmm. You know, these are all very important things to know while learning to communicate. Yeah. And did they they say stuff about social emotional, don't they, in there? Yeah. So the social emotional. Oh, yeah. You did say them. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually do social emotional, but I will say. So at at 18 months, the CDC now recommends that they, um, for social emotional, they will – they move away from you, but looks to make sure you are close by. Meaning that, like, if I'm going to, like, go run over to the slide or something, I'm going to check to see if mom's still over there. So that, right, maybe making sure she didn't go away. Um, points to show you something interesting. Puts hands out for you to wash them. Looks at a few pages in a book with you and helps you dress um, Helps you dress them by pushing um, arms through the sleeve. or So it's starting to help, like. Starting to put clothes yeah. on. I guess I don't really like um, how they phrase this. They put helps you helps you dress him by pushing arm through sleeve or lifting up. I also that's not very gender inclusive, yeah. but that's, that's um, a different conversation for another day. Yeah, but I mean, and the, and those are okay. I mean, to be fair, those are okay. Where that seems like we're trying to kind of pick out certain areas where you know, your child probably could have some signs of autism um, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's that social emotional piece that a lot of autistic children lack, um, you know, and so that's part of, you know, these new skills, which are good. You know, that's that's good that they're including those. It's just these other language, again, these other language skills are just too far behind. Well, yeah, like look at even the, the, the old milestones, the range was from 10 to 50 words. That's a huge, a huge like a 
range. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like I said before, like these kids either they just like flood out with words. So it's, you know, and that's not to say, but every kid's different. You know, maybe their floodgates don't open until a little bit later. But, yeah. you know, they give you that big range because kids will just start exploding language. And that's the thing too, like 10 to 50 words at 18, like, so 18 months, so 10, it like, like Haley said, is on the lower side. Um, your kid could be saying up to like 170 plus words, mm-hmm. you know, like that would be on the higher side, obviously. Yes. But like this 50 words is the middle. That's the average, I would say. So mm-hmm. 10 is still lower. Yeah. At 18 months. So yes. for them to say, they said three words, three words, right? Yeah, three words. So three words is just already too Three words be- too besides low. mama and dad. Yeah. Um, but it just, again, to reiterate, like, this just makes Can it you tell we're, <laughs> we're a little heated? <laughs> Can you tell they're already so annoying? <laughs> no. It just makes me frustrated for a child that, you know, I call them. And the, for parents. They think they're doing the right thing. Yes, and they have no idea. They're reviewing the CDC, and it says it's something that's way off, and it's just unfortunate. Yes, it's it just makes me frustrated if those kids that are can easily, like, fall through the cracks, you know, yeah. that they just barely are hitting these milestones, but they're still – oh, excuse me – um. They're still a little bit far, like they're just not there and they just struggle in school, you know, like they're, they aren't like there enough to ask for help. Or have or, behavior issues or, or yeah. and, and by behavior issues, I mean like are frustrated that they mm-hmm. can't use their communication. And that's what I mean by that. There. Like, and you could be helped, you know, they could, their communication could be there. And then suddenly these behaviors that they were producing to kind of substitute their frustration or substitute yes. not being able to communicate could be fixed. So or their reading and writing skills, like all yeah. those things are really important. It just makes and, us sad. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yes. It yeah. makes me very sad that this, a child could be doing these milestones and they get to the third grade and they're barely being, they're barely holding on by being able to read and they're struggling and they're not passing those tests mm-hmm. and, that just hurts my like it hurts me inside because yeah. I know that they could do better if the standards were where they should be. Yes. Yes. Okay. Agreed. All right. We'll um, move on to the next. Twenty-four months. Okay, it's twenty-four months, two, two years, years of age. Okay. So the language and communication milestones are points to things in a book when you ask, like, where's the bear? Or says at least two words together, like more milk. Points to at least two body parts when you ask him to show you. And uses more gestures than just waving and pointing, like blowing a kiss or nodding yes. The cognitive milestones are they're learning thinking and problem solving at this point. So they hold something in one hand while using the other hand. For example, holding a container and taking the lid off. Tries to use switches, knobs, or buttons on a toy and plays with more than one toy at the same time, like putting toy food on a toy plate. Yeah, so just by you reading those off already, it's like the one that really stood out. I mean, a lot of them did, but the one that really stood out to me was points to two body parts when you ask him to show you at two years old. I try not. I'm trying to not react when I read these because I'm just like, I when I first read these on my phone because um we, we got them sent to me or I did. I don't know I about you. Not. I got them sent to me, and so I look at the email and I'm like, you're kidding. <laughs> I mean, okay, two body parts. Like, your kid should be pointing to a lot more body parts. Like, they should be pointing to, like, the um, – They should well, be labeling them. Yeah, so it's hard because this is what they say. But just remember, like <laughs> – I just would this like – This is what they, they should be doing. They should be pointing to eyebrows. They should be pointing to chin. They yeah, should be pointing body. like, all the ones that are a little Eyelashes, bit trickier. Yeah, yeah, the small body parts. Yeah. Um, I just really want to know how they came to this. Who – like, how did this accumulate to this? What was it? Like, are children just so delayed now because of COVID or because of the the way that we are now and our world has changed that they 
that the majority of children aren't getting this. And that's why we have an influx of, you know, children receiving early intervention. I mean, I just don't understand. Yeah. And I'm just frustrated because I just already know in the future so many children are going to fall behind. And it's yeah. no one's fault. It's no parent's fault. It's, it's you know, they're just yeah. doing what – like, how are you not born to know this? You're also like, don't go to school for this. Exactly. Okay? So how would you know if a parent, you know, and my banker dad or my marketing executive yeah. mother, like – Wouldn't know. They would have no idea. Yeah. They didn't learn this. They're just learning as they go. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Again, that's why, I mean, one of the reasons why we're making this episode is just to make sure that um, hopefully this gets to, you know, kind of, and the other SLPs are, you know, we're just trying to educate and show you that, you know, maybe this is what is being said, but please remember that these are not what we agree with. Yeah. Maybe my thoughts will change in like a year after. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't probably know. Right now, hopefully they'll change them back. I mean, I don't know what that process is, and maybe that's completely wrong, but or just at least update them a little again to where you know we refer to SLPs. So the milestones at twenty four months used to be produces between fifty to three hundred words, and combines two words like utterances, phrases. Well, they have that one there too. Yeah, at least two words together, like more milk. So they have that one in here? Yeah, they have that one so still. So that confuses me because how are they supposed to do that when they have when the last how ma- many words? <laughs> five max. Five, like, ooh. I don't know. I don't know. That's I just don't. not enough words to start putting those two together. So that's the thing is like you have to have at least 25 to 50, I would say, words to start pairing two words together. No, that's a big jump. It's a big skill. Yeah. So you just like, like, I mean, yeah, you could say more milk, but it's like, but you're just saying milk right now. Like... So the that one, I just don't even understand how they put those two together. Like, you just need a little bit of a base to start putting words together. So that's why 50 to 300. 300, again, is the average. I'm eye-rolling so, so hard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We're just frustrated. Okay. And then, um, then we want to do 30 months real quick. Sure. Oh, yeah. But also, they are supposed to be following two-step related directions. So, oh, can you go get your shoes and then put them on? Or can you go, you know, do something that like the steps are related when you are when you have those two steps? And undersize con- understand size concepts. So small, little. Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now, the big. new milestones for 30 months are that. Okay. Follows two-step instructions. And um, what was the other one? Understand size and concept. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So that's already what the 30 months is. So they just basically moved the 24 to 30 months for the cognitive. Okay. Um, yeah. So this one, they, uh, the last one was produces hundreds of words because now, again, we're at hundreds. Hundreds of words. <laughs> um, usually have about 250 to 1,000 words by 30 months. So this isn't even three yet mm-hmm. um, and produces two to three word phrases. So and that's usually what we what we say, you know, two phrase, two word phrases by two, three word phrases by three. And then the two, two, three in the middle kind of there mm-hmm. um, and kind of goes up by um, age. And that's just kind of like an easy remember thing for parents to remember, but also just what it used to be. Yeah. Um, and then they understand location phrases and understands action words. So, all right. Well, what they say now, Child Should Have, it says about 50 words. Ugh. 
says two or more words with one, <laughs> sorry, with one action word like doggy run, names things in a book when you point and ask, what is this? Says words like I, me, or we. Yeah. Cognitive milestones are uses, thing, uses things to pretend like feeding a block to a doll if it were food, shows simple problem-solving problem, problem solving skills like standing on a small stool um, to reach something, like I said before, follows two-step directions and shows that they know at least one color, like pointing to red crayon when you ask which one is red. Mm-hmm. Okay, colors in general are toughies. I always have problems with teaching colors. Colors are hard too because your kiddo may be colorblind. colorblind. Uh, yeah, it's a. Co- I always have this conversation with parents. Like, yeah. My child's not understanding color. You kind of have to do it a certain way so that you can identify if your color if your child is colorblind or not. Um, yes. Yeah. So just yeah, receptively well, rather than like, oh, yeah. where's green? You just kind of have to be like, oh, you know, can you put this with the other green? Mm-hmm. Things like that to so see if they can pair them up. Um, that kind of helps, but um, oh. but yeah, that's just based on color. Yeah, so I guess the gist is um, the you gist can, is yeah. You can just you can look at the new milestones. I mean, if you don't know what they, please read them with caution. Yes, if you don't know what they were before, then maybe this will mean nothing to you. But our little world is kind of having an uproar. Yeah. I know parents who have received services are upset because their child wouldn't qualify now for services when mm-hmm. they clearly needed services. I think that's a big one too. Um, and yeah. it's just a bummer. But It is a bummer. Yeah. You know what your child needs. And if you feel like even though they aren't, you know, are meeting these milestones but need more Go get services. I think we recommend it every session is, you know, get services, get them. Early intervention is awesome. It's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Really great things can come from it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and unfortunately, like we said, this kind of promotes the wait and see approach a little bit more. But um, like Haley says, just make sure you're, you're, you know, active and trying to continue to advocate for your child. And if you feel like something's a little off, follow that instinct and get a referral for a speech language pathologist (laughs) so that was our episode today sorry (laughs) if we were not as cheery as normal it is important and we really wanted to cover it but um you know it's something that even though we're frustrated we hope that it shows that we're frustrated because it's for the kids you know and yeah we care and it's for the toddlers and all those parents who are going to be confused and you know professionals out there who rely on these milestones and you know maybe swayed a little bit too so that is our episode for today we hope you enjoyed it and we will catch you next week bye bye if you are ever curious about where we got our research or want to learn more refer to our youtube description box where we will leave links to the resources we used We'd like to thank our producer, David Martinez. If you want more speech tips, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on our Facebook page, follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at Pediatric Speech Pals. Lastly, if you have any questions or concerns, email us at pediatricspeechpals at gmail.com.